grocery store. What? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coon Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're in Tony Sims' new gym. Has it got a, an official name, Tony? Uh, still the same name, Matrim Gym, at the minute, unless someone else wants to. Is that a plug for a sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> Chuck a few quid in, we'll call it something else. Very serious looking kind of Ben, but you've just done uh, multiple rounds of sparring today. How was that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, just sharpening the knife. So fitness ain't ever a, a problem for me. You get fit quick. It's just a matter of sharpening the knife, and uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Almost exactly a month away, uh, Tony. Before obviously Connor's fight with Granada. So yeah, just a summary of how he's been looking in the gym. Yeah, um, we just started to pick up the pace now. So. Um picking it up on the sparring now and um, he done a good eight rounds today with two different sparring partners and um, we know that um, Granadas gets himself in tremendous condition you know he's had a lot of our 12 rounders so we know what he brings to the table and um, Connor's already in good condition now and as you say we've got another four weeks to go so time the time the 31st of July comes around he'll be in great shape. What dangers does Granadas potentially pose for you on the 31st that you haven't previously experienced, do you think? Uh, he comes in any, he comes in there to rough you up. I mean, he, he sets a fast pace, sticks his head on his chest and, you know, lets his hands go. We've seen loads of Mexicans come over and derail uh, British pros- prospects and British fighters. Uh, so it's only about time I set the score right. And, you know, they, they're hard as now, they're hard as they come. And they're tough, they're durable, and his work rate's second to none. So, but then again, um, you know, I ain't really worried about what he brings to the table. I know what I can do, I know what we've been working on. And I never worry about what, what my opponent brings, never. Um, I know what I can do, and I know what I, I, I got the tools in there to do what I need to do to get a win. Same question to you, really, uh, Tony, after, obviously, impressive wins over Formella and Vargas. Um, a, a different kind of testing, Adrian Granados, for Connor. Yeah, as we were saying, you know, he brings, he brings, he gets himself in tremendous condition. You know, he brings the heat. He likes to fight on the inside. And, um, you know, he's a tough fighter, and he's been in with all the best in the world. Um, he's had a couple of good wins actually. He beat Ame Imran a few a couple of years back, and he also uh, everyone thought he beat Adrian Broner as well. I, I definitely thought he should have got that decision, and it went the other way on a split decision. So now he brings a, a good record with him. He, as I say, he's fought all the world top world level fighters, and it's another good experience fight for Conor Ben to uh, you know to get in with a fighter of his caliber. You know, I mix it up with him and he, I think each fight he's getting better and better. You know, he's 24 years old and he's, he's ranked in all the four sanctioning bodies. So, you know, everyone knows him in the States now. I mean, we've only just come back from, uh, obviously, Las Vegas, where Martin Ward fought. And, um, 
as Connor said, he was surprised to uh, see how many people knew him in all the gyms over there, you know, coming up to him. And, uh, you know, like the Vargas fight, I think, really put, put him up there uh, with that sort of win, like one round win over Vargas that no one's ever done before. And we actually spoke to Vargas when we was there by FaceTime. We just missed him, actually, because he was training in uh, Clarence Adams' gym. And we went down there to train that day, but he'd only just gone back home. But uh, what a lovely man he was. And you had a good chat with him, didn't you, on the FaceTime? Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a funny guy. We've spoken previously as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, Ted. Yeah, he was, um, yeah, he's a lovely guy. We've spoken before. Um, and... He really thought he could beat me, and I was really—I really knew he couldn't. Because he was a bit aggravated by the stoppage, wasn't he? He was very vocal after the fight about that. But did you actually have that conversation about the stoppage of your fight? Well, win the ring, he didn't know what hit him. Because he was at the sort of days when I spoke to him, he's gone, "What? What happened?" That's what he said to me. I swear, I try and get the footage. He's gone to me, "What happened?" <laughs> and I've gone, well, "What do you mean?" Like. And then I just, I just sort of left it at that. And then I see him afterwards. He reckons it, it got stopped early. But I mean, definitely, it stopped him from getting knocked out. Do you know what I mean? You're taking a barrage of punches, and it ain't, ain't no, ain't no good for you. Do you know what I mean? Without an answer, and they're all landing. You know, landed 99% of the shots. So, yeah, just oh, you can't complain about that sort of stoppage. But then again, he was expecting it to he was, get a few rounds out. Tony, when I did an interview with Connor probably around, I don't know, a couple of months ago before that Vargas fight, you know, he made a, a point of people should stop referring to him as this improving fighter. He is where he is. Like, he's kind of past that prospect stage where people keep saying, oh, he's improving, he's improving. It's just, it's Connor Ben is now, not the finished article, but he is where he's at. Well, these fights are going to, you know, bring him to the finished article. You know, like Granada, Spargus, they've fought all the best in the world. And these sort of fights are going to bring him to that point of where eventually he's going to fight for the world title. And uh, he, needs, he needs these fights, he needs this experience. As you say, he's not a young, like, up-and-coming fighter anymore. He's, we're world-ranked. And, um, you know, when you're world-ranked, then you've got to start fighting, you know, world-level fighters, you know, and that's what he's doing now. And... Um, you know, I'm expecting Granadas to bring the heat, as I said, and, you know, um, Conor's got to be smart on what he's doing and uh, not leave himself open. You know, he brings a high work rate with him as well. So, you know, it's going to be another fight where Conor's going to go in there and he's got to do the business to keep his ranking going up and up, you know, and as we're saying, we're looking towards going for the world title. We know you'll fight anyone if it makes sense for you, but is it fair to say that right now, at this stage of your career, that you're not ready for a world title shot? Or is that, is that fair or not? I think with a Vargas fight, because it ended so quickly, there wasn't enough for me to demonstrate. We're safe to say the, the power's world class. That's safe to say. My fight with Formella, yeah, I beat him more convincingly than Porter, but I'd done a lot of things wrong that fight which we had amended throughout the camp, ready to demonstrate on Vargas. But 
it obviously didn't go the round. So this fight, we'll see. Um, when I look at, um, you know, for example, you guessed WBA champion in my weight division. Um, I wouldn't say I'm far off at all. Um, you know, I'd say it'd be more of a risk now, definitely. Um, but at the end of the day, we ain't in a hurry. You know, if I do what I believe I can do on Granados, which I, I'm very, very, very confident um, in me finishing him in the same way as, as Vargas, but under, you know, a lot more rounds, six, seven rounds, I'd like to get hold of him um, and demonstrate everything we've been working on. Demonstrate, you know, patience, skill, accuracy, um, footwork, head movement, um, the speed, the power has improved so much. You know, then we can go from there. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Tony's gone, listen, we've got this opportunity here, we'll take it. I mean, I work extremely hard in the gym so that when I, you ask me these sort of questions, I can go, do you know what? I wouldn't sound far off. I wouldn't sound far off whatsoever. And people will go, oh, nah, you know, you're too... You know, people will say it's impossible until it's done. You know, and I believe in myself. Tony believes in me. I believe in my work ethic. I believe in how hard Tony pushes me in. I, each camp, I think we can't take it to a new level in every single camp we do. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, and, you know, I'd fight any of them. It seems to have gone from kind of domestic level onto kind of those fringe level opponents that you're fighting now, you know, in Granados, the, the previous two opponents from there. So, these are the right fights to put him instead for any kind of potential world title shot. He's not going to, the, the sort of fighters that you are going to be fighting in your next sort of two or three fights and the, and the previous two or three fights, these are the ones that are going to give him the most experience and the best chance of, of winning a world title. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, not only that, but you can see where he's at. You know, you can see the improvement, what improvement he's made, and you can see what improvements need to be made. Because when you reach the top of fighting for a world title, and, and, and you know, you've got to be ready. And um, it's not only that, if you manage to win the world title, then you've got to defend it against all challengers. So you've got to be ready for that step. And as you say, these sort of fights are going to get him ready for, for, that, for that big fight. People want to go, and I've been seeing this a lot lately, because when I first turned pro, people were saying, no, I won't be able to do this, or when I get to this level, or that level, or this level, or that level, you can never win with the public. I just have to make that clear. At the end of the day, it's got to a stage now where, you know, if you want to watch, it'll be entertaining. But at the end of the day, my career is managed by Tony and, um, and promoted by Eddie. So I'm worried about no one else or what anyone else is saying or doing. At the end of the day, when I win the world title, they'll go, when you fight a real world champion, when you, you know, it's never ending. Do you know what I mean? But I work too hard, as I said. I work way too hard. People saying Formella was handpicked. If he's good enough for Sean Porter to fight, he's good enough for me to fight. Samuel Vargas, if he's good enough for this big time puncher, knockout artist in Virgil Ortiz to fight, he, I can sure you know he's, he's sure as hell good enough for me to fight. Someone who said they, I was an English level at best once upon a time. Small hall fighter. I only am where I am because of the name. It's definitely good enough for me to fight. Someone who floored Amir Khan, one of the greatest world weights here, you know, to come out of Britain to win a world title. For Errol Spence, Danny, if they're good enough for all of them to fight, it's good enough for me to fight. The same with Adrian Granados. It's good enough for me to fight. Do you know what I mean? 
So, so I just had to get that point in there. They're good enough for me to fight. So far in his career, he's answering if he has got critics, if he has got people questioning some of the points that he brought there. All he can do is produce in the ring to kind of answer those questions. I'm not saying you're doing it for other people, I'm saying that if people are, are wondering. But you've answered, he has answered everything that's been asked of him so far. Yeah, and he'll continue to answer them, you know, and, uh, you know, he's in his DNA that, you know, he's got the power in both hands, like we've always said. But what he's doing, he's learning his trade and um, he's learning how to box, he's learning how to defend. Now, when he used the finished article and he can box and defend and, he, and he's got everything right in his armoury, you know, and the natural power comes into play, obviously it does. You know, and if he can, if he can outbox an opponent and then land the bombs in him, on him as well, you know, then he's got everything that he needs to, needs to become a world champion. But these fights now are going to learn him that, you know, and bring the best out in him. I was going to chuck this out there. I think you half like people doubting you. Uh, do you know what it is? Um, is it the beginning of my career? It was hard for me because it was just difficult. And now it's got to a stage where I like, just don't have none of it. Do you know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't, it is what it is. Keep, keep doubting, innit? Do you know what I mean? I, I know what I can do. I mean... I know I can do it, that's it. and that, that's that. You know, people want to go, oh yeah, I used to like you, but you've become too intense. And I don't support you no more. Well, if you don't support me anymore, you weren't a true supporter in the beginning anyway, so I ain't going to lose no sleep over it. But then again, again, massive thank you to all the people who do support me. But in the, the day, you lot made me this intense. I, after all my interviews, they used to be like, oh yeah, you know, but like, I was an excited puppy. And that's got to a stage where, yeah, and what? Yeah, all you lot think, because it sits with you, it does when, you know, you're an English fighter at best. You're an English fighter at best. You're only where you are because of your name. You're only this, you're only that, you're only this, you're only that, blah, blah, blah. So it does have a toll on you. So now I've got to a stage where it's like, well, yeah, if you lot then, innit? I do what I do. I'll keep proving. And then, and then even when I get to a world, world level, when I do win a world title, when I'm already at world level, people still give me saying whatever they're saying. When I win a world title, they'll go, yeah, but when you fight a, yeah, but then it's never, never ending. So, and it's just like, that, it makes me not want to like people. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying though, didn't you? I know what you're saying, but it's something as you go on in your career, and Antonio will tell you that you're going to have to get used to that. No, I know, but not many people do, because not many people, like, I mean, I, I didn't know I'd be like this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't know until what you... What did you think it was going to be like then? I honestly thought it was like... Everyone patting you on the back? <laughs> yeah, mate. What do you mean? Why not? Why not? That's not life in general, is it? Yeah, but this is the only thing I've known. This is the only thing I've known. You're going, it's not life in general. It's the only thing I've known. So how am I supposed to know that you get criticised for being who you are? How am I supposed to know you get hate for just being... Just breathing? How do I know that? You don't, until you're in that sort of situation or you're in the limelight or you're... I didn't know. Do you want to weigh in on this, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I honestly don't care. Do you get sticked on the tongue? Yeah, of course I do, but yeah, I don't care, though. I don't care what people say, don't care what people think. As long as you think you're doing the right thing and the right move, that's all you've got to worry about, you know, worry about what you're doing in the ring. Don't worry about what people say to you because then people... So you get people on the way up, like you say, want to pat you on the back, and then you get people 
that want to put you down. Either, either one of them people, they ain't helping you in the ring. There's only you in the ring against your opponent. So it's all you've got to worry about is what you do in the ring and you're coming out victorious. And don't worry about what anyone else thinks. Because at the end of the day, when your career's over, none of them people will be there. The only people who will be there is your family and your really close friends. You can probably count them on both hands. So you don't worry about what anyone else says to you or thinks of you. You just do your job and that's it. I feel like that was my dad talking to me then. <laughs> Facts. 100. <laughs> um, all right. Well, guys, thank you very much for having us down the gym today. Um, have you just got anything else you want to add? Obviously, four weeks away from the start of fight camp and your fight with Granadas, but have you got anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh, just a massive thank you to my supporters who've been supporting me my whole career. Um, I'm grateful. And many more great nights to come. Um, so just a massive thank you. I won't be around without you guys. Um, say it from the bottom of my heart, so thank you. He's just been crushing it in the gym, hasn't he? <laughs> tell him. Tell him. <laughs> no, tell you him. tell him, tell him, Con. Tell him. Crushing it in the gym. Uh, yeah, I just want to... You know, I want to thank, because we're in a new gym now and we moved in, I just want to thank, like, my sponsors, really, that, uh, obviously, without them, like, Elite Scaff, RIS, Wayne, and without them sort of people, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this move and get these facilities uh, for the fighters, so I really appreciate everything they do. And uh, a shout-out to Dan Lawrence as well, who puts a lot of hard work in, as, as well as me, with the fighters, you know, bringing them into condition with their S&C and their diets. So um, that's it. Thanks, mate. Final one on uh, England. Uh, confident that I think we'll make the final. Confident we can win it. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. <laughs> we want to say happy birthday to Coogan as well. Uh -huh. He don't want people to know his birthday because the Friday. big one's coming up. Uh, big one's coming shall, up. Let me sing it to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You didn't know he was singing. Happy birthday, dear Coogan. Happy birthday to you. Hip hip. You've gone all red. Go on. Hip hip. Hip hip. Go on, Coogs. How's your, how's your birthday week? What's Come on. The age? How's your birthday week? What's the age? Blurt the age out. Got on, fourteen, fourteen and proud. Yeah, fuck it. Been in the game a long time, not as long as you, Tom. So, <laughs> no one's been in as long as me. <laughs> right, um, Tony Sims, Connor Ben, thank you very much for talking to RFL TV. Thank you very much for having us down at the new gym here. Um, brilliant facility you've got here. So, good luck with that, and uh, yeah, roll on fight camp. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.